Hi, moms. I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. We are super excited to have Heather Dumas here with us. Hello. So as we get started, let me give Heather a little intro um, so you can see why we are having all of her fabulousness here with us this week on When Mommy Grows Up. Uh, So Heather is a healthy lifestyle strategist with over 12 years in the fitness industry and a lifetime of experience as an athlete. As the founder of HD Transformations and creator of the 12-week group coaching program, Revive, Heather specializes in helping type A women and career-driven mothers Find the sweet spot, oh, we love that, uh, between self-care and ambition. With a knack for turning self-care from a buzzword into a lifestyle, she empowers her clients to balance career, family, and well-being without the sacrifice. There's so much to dive into here, Heather. Uh, But overall, Heather's approach is a blend of evidence-based strategies, real-world wisdom, and it's all designed to help women look and feel like the badasses they are while juggling all of life's demands. Hello. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. Such a, such a good bio too, Heather. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Heather, everyone has a story to tell about what brought them to the current place they are in life and in their career. Can you share more about your story? Yeah, I'll try to make it short because it's kind of long. But um, <laughs> I went to school, thought I was going to work in an office and um, wear a power suit. That didn't work out. I got my business degree mm-hmm. and then ended up in restaurants. Um, loved that for a long time, but, um, the hours were horrendous, um, nights and weekends and holidays. And then I had two kids and I was like, ah, I need a change. So I jumped out of that world and into the fitness world and, um, started teaching group fitness. Um, loved it. I taught for 12 years. I still technically am certified, but I've decided that is a season that has come and gone and I'm good not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was at a bunch of different gyms. I was teaching 12 group fitness classes a week and doing my own workouts That's and had two little kids and was juggling a lot of balls and um it wasn't working. I was feeling exhausted and my body wasn't responding the way quote unquote should have according to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And put a pin in the should have and revisit that. But um I was just I was mean. I was a terrible wife. God bless my husband for sticking it out because I was nasty. Um, it just wasn't working. And I finally figured out that it was what I was doing was causing me to, um, mess up my hormones. It was messing up. My, my thyroid was not working. Mm -hmm. I was losing muscle when I was trying to gain it. I was holding on to fat when I was trying to lose it. And all of that to say, I became a personal trainer. I got a nutrition certification mostly to help my friends, I was also working at gyms that were closing. So I had people that were like, Hey, will you train me? And I was like, I wasn't certified. So I got certified mostly for them, but also for me. Um, fast forward seven years later, I now have figured out what my body likes and what it doesn't. And I'm no longer nasty. <laughs> it Love is that. responding and responds to what I do. And I'm not killing myself in the gym and I don't want to kill my family. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that's where I am. That's a good combo. Uh, (laughs) And what really struck me, Heather, is there was a couple inflection points that you mentioned. So one was when you had your kids and you realized that the restaurant lifestyle, the time, like that work wasn't fitting with your life. So that was one. And then another inflection point came when you realized that, all right, now actually this isn't working, but there are different stages in life. So can you talk more about like what, what really struck you? Like maybe when your, was it when your kids were babies that you feel like you needed a a life change? And then what age were they when you made the, your second shift? Yeah. um, My son. So my son was an infant um, and I was running a restaurant. I was a GM. My husband was running a car dealership and the babysitter called and said, your son has 104 fever. Like you need to come get him right now. Both of us had the key to the door. Like we couldn't leave. And that was when I, we had a conversation. It was like, one of us has to have a job that they can walk away from at the drop of a hat because a kid gets sick. Right. And so that was when I shifted to more part-time type stuff. And I was working, teaching no, I wasn't teaching at the gym yet. I was just working part-time. And then I had my daughter and, um, it was just kind of evident. It was like, I can't, I can't be here for her. He was four at that time. So I wanted to coach his little soccer team and stuff. And mm-hmm. those hours just weren't, weren't working for me. So yeah, yeah, I had to make a change and I was blessed that my husband was in a position where he could support us while I figured out what else I wanted to do. Um, I didn't want to be a quote unquote stay at home mom. I wanted to be available mom, but also have my own stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's going to hit home for a lot of people here. I wanted to be an available mom, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to have my own stuff. That resonates so much with me. Actually, I feel like with a lot of the moms that we work with in in our program, in our coaching, it's not that they want to be fully home all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the people right. that we, that come through our door, often that's not what the right fit is for them in this chapter of life. But they want to be able to get the kids on the bus or to coach the soccer team or yeah. to not feel bad about going and picking up the kid who's sick. Yeah, They want to be available, but have yeah. their own thing that they care very deeply about. So it sounds yeah. like that was the same for you. Yeah. Well, and that's why I always tell people that, that I work with women who are moms and because mm-hmm. you'll notice like there's certain ways we introduce ourselves and there are some women who their whole identity is being a mom and that's all they ever wanted to do. I had a girlfriend years back that she's like, that's all I ever want to do. When I was little, I just wanted to be a mom. Now I'm a mom and that's all I do. I'm mom and I love it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's amazing. I wanted to be a mom and, mm-hmm. and I always felt like my brain needed more challenge. Not that mm-hmm. raising kids is not challenging. <laughs> different, a different different challenge, challenge, different Mm -hmm. challenge. And yeah, so I I had to find something that complemented being a mom and Mm -hmm. having my own identity and my own calling and serving others. And and so this has worked out really well for me. I definitely did not start off personal training thinking I was going to have a full-time coaching business. That was, it was just kind (laughs) of like extra information to figure out what the hell was going on with my body and to help my friends. And so when I started coaching, I was like, oh, I kind of dig this. And I actually moved online in 2019. Turned out that was a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, <laughs> it was because I wanted more flexibility. P- personal training in person, I had to drive to 
their house, mm-hmm. meet them at the gym, whatever. So that's like an extra 30, 40 minutes of my day minimum, you know, mm-hmm. and oftentimes it's crack it on. People want to work out early in the morning. They want to work out in the evening again, not conducive to momming. And so I, I moved online for flexibility and then it pivoted to this more of the strategy work instead of standing next to you and counting your pushups. Now I help you fit it into your life because I don't think most of us, the women that I help, they don't need me to count their pushups. Mm. They'll do it. Mm-hmm. They just need to figure out when and where it's going to happen in the middle of <laughs> getting kids on the bus and coaching soccer and working and, you know, laundry and food and all the things. All the things. <laughs> all the things. And one of the things that you talk about in your own story and that you see with your clients is how frustrations with our health and bodies impact our relationships with others and with Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. So what are the ripple effects that you have seen when the women you work with are able to make these changes? The ripple effect is the reason I do this. Um, Mm -hmm. It's we always talk about, you know, filling our own cup or putting the mask on first or whatever. But we don't ever address the fact that what we are doing or not doing for ourselves is affecting everyone else around us. I talked about how my, I was so mean to my family. I had like a hair trigger. I would go, my, my husband called me the Hulk because I would like instantly flip out. And it was a hormonal imbalance driven by a lot of factors, but a lot of it was the food I was eating, how I was over-exercising, I was not sleeping, all of those things. And so when you when you can see the effect or n- negative effect on your family, it's sort of inspiring to do something. Those of us that are really selfless, we, okay, well, I won't do it for me. I will do it for my family. So I'm not mean to them. Um, the other cool thing is when mom gets healthy, people in the office tend to get healthy. Families tend to get healthy because we are the decision makers, right? So the food that we eat, the activities that we choose, Um, my current couple of clients, both of them were like, my husband's down like 30 pounds already (laughs) and he's not even trying. I'm the one trying. And that's that's just what happens just just because mom's suddenly making different food choices or she's like, Hey, I want to go for a walk after dinner. Husband comes along and unknowingly loses 30 pounds. (laughs) So it's pretty cool. The other thing is, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I know that when I've leveled up in my personal life, it has positively affected what I did at work and vice versa. You know, if I'm trying to become a better leader, if I'm trying to become a better, whatever, I tend to carry that at home too. So hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I love ripple effects. I think it's like my word of the year for next year's ripple. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's such a cool way to think about how we take care of ourselves, how we take care of other people, the decisions that we make, to think about how that ripple will impact other people and way beyond what you can even see for yourself. You talk about people Mm -hmm. in the office. You don't know, like if you're actually really impacting someone that you're working with, you don't know the two or three people that are going to be impacted in their home life. Right. We're then going to impact other people. And even if it's just just the way they talk with each other, if they're feeling more positive about Mm -hmm. things or they're listening better or whatever it is, there's, there's Mm -hmm. so many different ripple effects that you can have. So I just think that's a beautiful thing. Well, if you think about it, like if you're feeling terrible, um, you go to work and you like kind of exude negativity, right. Mm -hmm. And 
we've all been around those people where after where it was like, oh God, it's like a cloud in the room after they leave. If you think about the opposite, you feel good. You naturally walk in and you're happier. Mm -hmm. People around you are going to feel that it's contagious. And then if you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not sleeping and you come in and you're, you know, snapping at people, you may ruin somebody's day unintentionally. And then they go home and they, you know, we've all had a bad day at work and come home and take it out on our family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not good either way. <laughs> yeah. They're negative and- or positive ripples. Uh, Heather, something else I really appreciate about the work that you do is the focus you put on, I think you use the words sustainable and enjoyable yes. lifestyles. <laughs> yes. So that definitely spoke to me. And as busy parents and professionals, we need to make plans that fit our lives and but also make us happy. That counts too. Uh, so what are some examples of how you can help clients achieve that sustainable and enjoyable lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, I always say a diet works until it doesn't, right? Or a workout works until it doesn't. And we often, especially if you're a type A, you know, you go all in and you're like super extreme, like the hardest, most intense workouts and that kind of thing. And it just isn't at a certain point, you just quit. Mm. You quit because it's hard. You quit because it's not fun. You quit because it just doesn't make sense for your life. So if you, I'm all about a healthy lifestyle, right. For the rest of your life. Um, And if it's going to be for the rest of your life, it has to be enjoyable or it won't be right. So Mm -hmm. I help my clients figure out what they like. I say, we find what your body likes and how to give it to it, you know? So if you Mm -hmm. love dancing, then let's do some dance fitness classes, you know, on the opposite side. If you hate dancing, I'm not going to send you to Zumba because you're going to be miserable. (laughs) So, or if you love cooking and I tell you, you have to eat prepackaged food prepped, you're going to hate it. Mm -hmm. If you hate cooking and I tell you, you have to make all these recipes from scratch, you're going to be miserable. So it's a matter of what's going to work for you. What's going to work for your family. You know, um, I, I do caution, don't tell your family that you're going to get healthy or you're going to start eating healthy. They will all protest immediately. Just (laughs) start slipping it in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just be, you know, swap a thing or two. And that's really what we do is we start, we make small changes. You can't overhaul everything all at once. And it's about figuring out, okay, well, maybe instead of, um, takeout, maybe we make our own version of Kung Pao chicken, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if you're making things that are quote unquote, not healthy, making it at home, you can make it a little bit healthier. So small changes make a big difference. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking about uh, for the kids, the um, chocolate avocado uh, mousse. I don't know if you've done that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Put those avocados in there. They won't notice it. That's such a a funny way to, to, um, to help sign. Jerry Seinfeld's wife, I think her name is Jessica. She wrote a cookbook about, and it was all about pureeing up vegetables and putting them in stuff that you didn't know, like cauliflower in mac and cheese and stuff like that. And yeah, there are ways to do it subtly. Um, It's interesting though, my Girl Scout or my daughter's a Girl Scout and we went on a trip and I bought all this crap, right? I bought so much (laughs) candy and stuff because, you know, a room full of teenagers, they get hungry, they want a snack. And, but then I was like, oh, I need my own snacks. So I went and I got grapes and some other stuff. Those girls ate all my grapes and left the candy. So Mm. kids will choose healthy stuff if you give it to them. If you put it out there, it's fascinating Mm -hmm. how fast they gobble up the fruit and leave the candy. (laughs) 
Um, we're switching gears a bit uh, here. Uh, we know you recently started a podcast. That's super exciting. Um, what helps you to put yourself out there and try new things that will push you personally and professionally? Um, I don't know. I've never had a hard time with it. It's just kind of what I do. I, I joke that I don't need um, any kind, any time to form new habits. I just am that like, I switch a gear in my head. If I decide I'm going to meditate every day, I just do. If I decide I'm gonna <laughs> start a podcast, I just do. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's ignorance, <laughs> naivety. I don't know, but courage, I just, maybe bravery, confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I figure why not? You know, and I know I have specific goals for my family, for my like financially, um, emotionally, all of the above. And so if I feel like it's in alignment with that and it's going to get me closer to that, I I will do whatever it takes to get there, mm -hmm. even if it's scary, even if it's whatever. I feel like that's the answer right there is that if it if what you're doing feels in alignment with the goal that you set and being really clear on what those goals are, right? which it sounds like in, in our conversations, Heather, I can really, I can feel that from you, that you have a really clear sense of what these goals are. You think about them like, all right, this is the goal. How am I going to reverse engineer that? If that's the thing I need to do to get to that goal, that's what I need to do. And it's not just about me. Talk about ripples again. Yeah, It's about the people that it's going to impact. So sure, maybe it's a little scary. Maybe that pushes me out of my comfort zone. Maybe this is the thing that's a little hard. But if that's the thing, if I reverse engineer this goal and that's the thing I have to do, Mm -hmm. And if I really truly want that goal, then that's the thing I have to do. Right. And so it may seem very simple to you like that, but I think even putting it in that phrasing of how you did about if it's in alignment with the goal, that might be a light bulb moment for some people. Yeah. Well, and do you know, do you know where you want to go? Mm -hmm. I actually, I, I did a blog and, and, um, stuff about that specifically, because I think we get so caught up in the day-to-day -day grind mm -hmm that we don't look up to figure out where we're going. And so we end up running and then we're like clear off in a different direction than we wanted to be without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. So I'm very intentional about every single day, reminding myself of where I'm trying to go and how to, how to get there so that I don't get detoured so that I don't spend time doing unnecessary things. I am with you on that. <laughs> Having that clear direction, not spending. We only have so much energy and time to give. Mm -hmm. If we're spending that energy and time running down a path that doesn't make sense for us, then yeah. you just have to spend all that energy and time to run back the path. Run back. Exactly. Go back another one. Back. Yeah. So you got to get back and do it again. So let's use our time and energy in the best way. And one of the best ways to do that is by setting those clear goals. So I really admire that. I hope that that's a big takeaway for folks who are listening to this episode. Heather, one question we always like to ask our guests who are gracious enough to spend time with us on the podcast is this idea around growing up. So our podcast is called When Mommy Grows Up. <laughs> and that's because Marie and I feel really strongly that we are continuing to grow up. There wasn't some imaginary line between grown up and not grown up yeah, that we I crossed. I would agree with that. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think I've ever grown up. <laughs> and, <laughs> so what does that mean to you? I mean, continuing to grow up as a parent and professional, what does that mean to you? Well, I think if you're not, it, you know, I love that saying, if you're not growing, you're shrinking. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that applies to your health. I feel like that applies to your career, your relationships. If you're not continually nurturing and focusing on improvement, you're going to get stagnant. And before you know, you're going to be backward. Um, you know, if you think about a marriage, 
if you stop paying attention to that marriage, what happens? Hmm. You know, if you, your kids, if you stop or get too busy and don't focus on them before, you know, I mean, my my son's a senior this year. I'm like, where, what happened? Where did this hmm. kid grow? Like, he's like a man now. It's the weirdest thing. It's, it's like devastating and amazing simultaneously. Mm-hmm. P.S. Moms, if you don't know, senior year is a roller coaster. No one warned me how hard this was going to be. Oh, um, we did a whole episode on that. We're going to come back to you, Heather. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. like brief senior year. Seriously, it's awful. Like, and everyone I talked to is like, oh, yeah. I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something we say so often as moms. Why didn't you tell me? I didn't know I was going to go yeah, through that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, like, don't stop. You have to keep learning. You have to keep growing. You have to keep improving, you know, whether it's, you know, learning a new skill for your job, maybe it's getting another, you know, you don't have to go get another certification. You don't have to go get another degree, which I know a lot of people do that. You know, maybe you read a book and you learn how to be better at um, sales psychology or whatever, you know, or, you know, you go and you try and lift five more pounds than you normally do, or, you know, walk another mile than you normally do or whatever. He's just always trying to do a little bit more. So Heather, how can our listeners find you and follow along with your work? So I'm on all the socials, HD transformations with an S on the end. It's I'm everywhere, all the places. Um, I actually just joined X. So whatever, hosting there. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, and then my website is the same, hdtransformations.com. Heather, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, for helping inspire people to think about their goals and whether that's health or career or relationships, they're all really intertwined, which is why we love to bring in professionals who can speak to this growing up process from mm-hmm. multiple angles. So we, we thank you for your time. We hope that our listeners will come find you, learn more about your work and what you're up to. And yeah, I love like I said, maybe friends. we'll come back to you to talk about senior year after you finish yeah. it out. <laughs> I love making friends. So connect with me on social. Let's chat. Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to nextchaptercareers.us, where you'll also find the free Just Right Job Match Quiz. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.